Welcome to CT Bites Hot Dish. I'm your host, Marisol Castro. He has cooked for some extraordinary palates, including but not limited to Julia Child, Jacques Pepin, and countless diners across Connecticut, this host included. He brought the judges of Chopped to their knees with a dessert fashioned out of a child's ham and cheese lunch pack. And he won! Matt Storch is the chef and owner of Match, Match Burger Lobster, and Match Taco featuring Nami's. Cue the sizzle. And here he is laughing at my introduction, <laughs> and he's getting red in the face. I love hi, it. Hi, That's, chef. Hi, nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. What's shaking? It's so good to be here. I'm so happy that you're hanging out and joining in on our shenanigans. I love the shenanigans. Shenanigans. They're, fr- they're fantastic. It's the only way to be. I liked it. I subscribed it. Thank you. And hopefully after this show, I'll review it. We'll see. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I better be on my P's and Q's. You are the first chef that we have that is a native son. Born and raised in the Nutmeg State. Tell us where you're from. <laughs> Westport, Connecticut. Born and raised. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, it's home. It's lovely. Yeah. It's. Uh, I moved to Southport, very far away, but uh, <laughs> just over the, the just, town line. Just over the town line. But uh, you know, I born and raised. I traveled a lot, and this was always home. So I had to. I had to make this home for restaurant land too. Right. You know. And we're going to jump around a little bit because your your story is so fascinating to me. Travel. You traveled quite a bit as a child. I did. I It was such a fortunate thing. You know, I was, um, my mother is in the travel business. My grandmother was in the travel business uh-huh. and my father loves to travel. But he is not a travel agent. He is not a travel agent. He, he is, is a, a doctor. Excellent. He is a women's health doctor. Perfect. Um, but... He's on a um, sort of mission to get to every single country in the world. Wow. Um, And he's doing well so far. (laughs) And luckily, I got to travel along when I was a kid. So, you know, we would go and stay at all these fantastic places because my mother tends to like those things as get, well was as it a perk of the job of it was being a travel agent nah, it was definitely a perk of the job you know because she had to check out the places that she was sending people and she certainly wanted to she's always been on the higher end of um the travel business okay so you know we're staying in these fantastic places and um, how old are you were you like this you... starts from when i was two three wow you know and going up all the way through college you know all the way through um through culinary school is that where you drew some of your culinary inspiration from all of your it. travels? All really? of it. I mean, it all, it was like a bug. You know, you stay in all these places and you're, you're feeling all this amazing hospitality and eating all these amazing things and it's, it catches you yeah. and you're interested. And I've always kind of been a behind the scenes kind of guy, like what's going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes? Like, how does this work and how does this work? And you know, I visited a few kitchens and saw some pretty tall French chef hats and some wow. pretty pristine kitchens and, you know, just kind of caught. I was yeah. interested. And did that ultimately result in going to CIA? Yeah, with a few other speed bumps in the road, <laughs> let's call them. But yeah, I mean, I went, I was always in the food business somehow, whether it was delivering pizzas or rolling burritos at the local taco shop where everybody skipped school and went to, you know, Um 
I was an apprentice when I was 13 through the gifted program in Westport. And I got to go really? to, yeah, George Laurence was the chef at his restaurant. And um, I would go there two afternoons a week and just like peel carrots and plate desserts. No and, way. While your friends were playing football or in the play. Yeah, or- yeah exactly. Huh. And it was fun. I mean, this I was 13, so, you know, I still got to enjoy some intramural sports and, you know, after. Sure, but, but I'm the mom of a 12 and a half year old. I can tell you he is not going to say, yeah, mommy, I'm going to go peel some carrots uh, <laughs> after school. I guarantee you, you were, you, you, the bug had definitely, definitely stuck with you. It was, the bug was there and the work ethic was there. You know, it was, my, my dad was always working. My mom was always working. So it was like, well, I want to work too. Right. It looks like fun. Right. Little did I know. (laughs) Oops. Oops. You are chef and owner of Match. Congratulations, which has been around since 1999. Yes. Correct. We are celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. I cannot believe it. Felicidades or mazel. Gracias. Thank you. As we like to say. Appreciate that. You can roll your R. You were you were a little skittish (laughs) about saying my name. I knew. I know you have it in you. I've been. I've been practicing rolling my R's for 25 years, and I'm still not good at it. Congratulations on having a restaurant that is a brand, really, across the state, because I can only imagine that opening and closing restaurants is difficult, uh, let alone having a restaurant open for 20 years. What is the secret to your sauce? (laughs) If I knew, (laughs) if I only knew. Um, Being there, you know, being present, um, you know, the first 10 years of match, that's all I did. I was the chef, you know, I was in the kitchen pretty much every day. So you touched every plate, that every plate, everything. I butchered everything. I, you know, I created every dish. I mean, that was, it was me, um, you know, and I was up and down on the floor. I was training the floor staff as well, along with the managers. And it was, you know, it was just focusing everybody in on hospitality, mm. you know, and, and teaching them that, you know, it's important to hear, hear your guest and make sure that they're happy. Right. You went through a renovation in 2014, correct? We did. Yep. That's, I bought some, all of the partners out. That was the last point. Mm -hmm. And then we redid it It needed a a facelift after 15 years. Was it a facelift aesthetically or did you feel like the times had changed and you wanted to evolve? What was the thinking behind it? It was, yeah, it was all of the above. It was, um, you know, aesthetically, it was looking a little tired and it needed, you know, an update. Like me. Uh, <laughs> and me. <laughs> um, stop it. Beautiful. Shush. Cut it out. Keep it up. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> Match, not me. Go. Later, later. <laughs> um, it needed it needed a menu update. Like, I've always wanted to print the menu in-house and be able to change mm. it whenever I wanted. Um, so we did that. Um, we updated the logo, the color I had this, um, ever since I ate, it was actually, uh, Joel Robichon's, uh, restaurant in Vegas and he had this room and it was like this deep, beautiful purple with white and wood and green. And ever since I ate in that room, I was like, this is it. This is it. You know, this is the color that regal. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The word. And, you know, but it was regal. And then I wanted to put it in sort of a casual feel. Sure. So in comes the wood and the fun lighting and it just worked. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a beautiful room. I know I'm saying that, but I, I just think but it's, it's a beautiful true. room. I think you're being objective that, of that. And especially if I think about, you know, in my mind's eye, I'm picturing South Norwalk and that main drag, how many stores have turned over 
in the time that you've been there. It's week. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a long list. It really, it really is. And the street, you know, it's been good to me. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had our ups or da- ups and downs. Obviously, we've seen some good people come and go, but it's, you know, it's it's proof in the pudding that the customer really dictates who stays and who goes. Sure. You know, and it's if you're doing it right, and a lot of people are do it right, you know, in the area, then they're going to reward you for it. And they're going to keep coming. Especially if they're going to order your infamous burger. Yeah. The match. Burger. How, how did you give birth to that thing? Cause it is <laughs> delicious. It is prominently featured in the CT bites, hot dish I know. ad work. Uh, I know. Artwork. It looks good. I love it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. The model is, you know, it's all well. It's all, it's all the relative. Model. The model, but the burger. The Woo-hoo! burger. The burger. So this burger, I never wanted a burger on my menu because if you're like me, I'm clutching my pearls I right know, now. But <laughs> if if you're if if you're like me, you go into a restaurant, and you see a burger, you order it. You know, okay. I was I was always that way. Yeah, and I didn't want Match to be the place where you went and got a burger. Mm-hmm. So you know. It got to the point where I I love burgers. It's probably my favorite food. <laughs> really? So I was like, all right, enough of this. We're going to create a burger. So we created a burger and we did it specifically for one night. You know, and we, we just like featured it. Burger. Yeah, exactly. So let's create this really cool burger. We're only going to make, you know, we're only going to get 12 pounds of ground beef, you know, from Fleischer's mm-hmm. at the point, you know, back then it was Sagatuck Craft Butchery. And... We're going to make this incredible burger and we're only going to offer 36 of them a night. And for the first two years, we sold out every Thursday night. So it was only Thursdays. Only Thursdays. Come for the burger. Come for the burger. But now, you know, now it gets to Friday, you know, and sometimes (laughs) we'll have a few on Saturday and they're like, why are you running out of burger on Saturday? Well, we only really do it once a week because I wanted everything to be super fresh. You know, you go to a burger place and sometimes the bread is three days old and the meat is two days old and all the toppings are day old. And for for those of you who have not had one of these delicious burgers, (laughs) I don't know what you've been doing with your life, but please run down what is actually in this burger. We use, I, I want to say 70-30, but it's more like 60-40. <laughs> but, you know, the freshest ground meat possible, mm-hmm. a beautiful brioche bun. We do a cheddar cheese sauce, which is made, the roux is made with bacon fat. And we chop up this crispy bacon, and then we do a sweet and sour onions to kind of lighten up a little bit. And that's it. And we we that's tend it. to soak this burger patty and a little bit of butter, which is an old French method where they used to rest, you know, you, you sear a filet mignon and you rest it in this, in Burmani. And it is just, it just adds this richness and lusciousness to it. It's not a light burger. It's not for the faint at heart. That's for sure. Butter makes it better. And you know who loved butter? Who likes butter? Julia Child. (laughs) (laughs) I read that you cooked. She was one of the people you cooked for. I did. At the James Beard House. Not at the Beard House, but it was, um, we cooked for her in Hartford. I was lucky enough. uh, It was when I was working with Todd English and it was a CPTV dinner um, because her and Jack Papin had a, had a show. Yes. And so before like Food Network became what it is now. Yeah, sure. I mean, we're talking 22 years ago. Wow. Um, so I was working with Todd and Rick Jancarelli 
and um, we got invited to this house in Hartford, which had the most incredible wine cellar. You know, these wines they were pulling out for this dinner. It was incredible. And uh, there we were in the kitchen and Julie and Jack walk in and it was like, um, okay, <laughs> this is a thing. Hey. <laughs> uh, definitely a moment that I'll never forget. You know, that's for sure. Um, we made this incredible leg of lamb. This is Todd English's mind, which sure. was, you know, fantastic. Um, he wrapped a leg of lamb in banana leaf and then wrapped it in clay. What? And then we, you know, we had Julie and Jack sign the clay and then we baked it and it came out and they hammered it at the table and broke it. And then we carved it. It was, it was well, pretty awesome. Who has the, uh, the signatures? Uh, Don't they were on the clay. English. They're gone. They you were gone. Didn't salvage the one I know. little. I should have. I should have put it in my dude. pocket and ran. <laughs> Could be worth a lot of money now. I love that story. <sighs> it was. It was pretty amazing. And now a word from our sponsor, Norwalk Now, where businesses come together to bring you their city in real time. Experience Norwalk's vibrant dining scene from quintessential New England fare and locally sourced seafood to low country cuisine. Prime steaks, Italian favorites, Mexican eats, and high-spirited drinking wells. Visit norwalknow.org and meet the talented chefs, restaurateurs, and barkeeps who continue to raise the bar of our local dining scene. For restaurant news, special events, seasonal promotions, and more, visit norwalknow.org. So how do you see your evolution from Match? You've, you're obviously keeping on brand, right? You've got... Um yeah, I mean, we've done. We did a quick restaurant in Stanford that I that I ran from quickly. Okay. Um, we did. Uh, I did the Chelsea in mm-hmm. downtown Fairfield, which I sold. Um, and then we did Nami's, which was my mother in law's cooking, which was fantastic in uh, in Blackrock. Mm-hmm. Um, which we've kind of divided now, half and half with Match Taco. Uh, we shrunk the menu just a little bit because. Um, the space needs the food needs a bar. I mean, it. It, it really needs a mm-hmm. bigger space. Um, so it's kind of our incubator space. You know, we're trying out new ideas in that little space in Blackrock, and yeah. if they work, then we'll put them in a big restaurant. If they don't work, then you know we'll pass on it. You know, and then Match Taco was based off a place that I talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, tacos or what? When I was a kid, right. and it's that exact menu. So you know, childhood memories with my little twist, and off we go into the future, and we'll see what else comes what else comes because you're not going to divulge anything <laughs> well there are millions we, of viewers we do millions the millions yes, of you millions of hot dishes will know listeners. we are still working on some projects so okay. let's we'll leave, let's see what comes it, we will leave it episode at two dun, dun, dun. <laughs> matt storch continued um you were on a little show called chopped yes we all rallied around you i i missed your screening party my apologies very sad um were you ever that nervous ever prior to that experience? Yes. Really? Yes. I was, when I was a young buck, the first time on Channel 12 News Stop with David News Smith. <laughs> Shout out to News 12. <laughs> I was a little shaky, mm-hmm. you know, when all those cameras get up in your face. Mm, the bright lights. But Chopped was a different story. I mean, we're mm. talking about 28 cameras and 35 people staring mm-hmm. at you, a kitchen, you know, the size of. Uh, a small refrigerator <laughs> and you know you have all this stress and pressure right. you have 20 minutes it's to they, they don't sugarcoat stuff. it you know to it's 20 minutes all. yeah 
and come up, you know, first coming up with an idea of, of, of what you're going to do. Yeah, how do you prep for that? I don't think you do prep for that. Um, or is it just your life's work is, all yeah, right, I'm going mean, to open this basket and exactly. here I go. I mean, you kind of, when you open the basket, you're like, okay, that's got to be that. Right. So let's try to figure out what these other things need to be, especially in my head. You know, it's, I have a kind of demented head sometimes, so. Never, never, <laughs> ever. So you have 20 minutes. How much time is spent actually saying, all right, this, 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 I'm making this. Is it a minute or it's it? It's kind of progressive. You know, mm. you start with an idea and it builds as you go, mm. you know? So I'd say the first two minutes are like, shit, <laughs> what am <laughs> what I going to make? What do I do make? with this ham and cheese exactly. lunch pack, right? <laughs> should I use it? Should I not use it as a trick? What <laughs> What am I going to do? Um, but it was, it was interesting. It was fun because you kind of build the dish around it. Like I had this turduncan and I was like, oh, you know, it's turduncan. I got to make a sandwich. What the hell am I going to do with this? Peking duck. There's duck in there. Let's make duck. And I saw these bao buns in the freezer earlier and it was just like, okay, well, here's the problem. I just made a bun me for the first course. Asian bun bao is almost the same sort of ingredients. Can you do anything other than Vietnamese? Exactly. And sure enough, you know, Alex Grinichelli comes up in my ear and she's like, you sure this is a good idea? Oh, jeez. Nothing like a vote of confidence Exactly. I was like, yes, chef. It's fine. I'm going to be fine. (laughs) And then I found this nice little piece of turkey skin and I fried it and it was perfect. And, you know, these domes were over there. Mm -hmm. I saw the guy bringing them out when I was walking out. I was like, I'm using those. No matter what. I don't care what I'm making. I'm using the domes. Do you actually get to scour the pantry and the icebox before the competition starts? You do. You have, you know, three minutes to take a quick look around before each round just to kind of get the lay of the land again because they tend to... That's Take kind ingredients of them. in and out, and, mm-hmm. you know. So what what was there last round is not there the next round. Ah, wow, mm. sneaky, very tricky. Those rats, very tricky, and you know it's it's a game. Yeah. It really is, yeah. you know. And thankfully, all of the competitors that I was up against were super nice and Good. super professional, Good. and just it was a fun day. It was a long day, but it was a fun day. I bet. And we rallied around you. Congrats. Oh, thank on you. Your, on your Appreciate win. <laughs> Chopped is, you know, it's, I, I couldn't say no. My kids wanted me to do mm-hmm. it, you know, which was awesome. So I got on it and, um, you know, it is what it is. It's not, you know, Iron Chef would be awesome. Oh my gosh. Iron <laughs> Chef, <laughs> there's, sure. There's some things that I've always wanted to be on, you know, mm-hmm. um, but Chopped was fun. It was good little, you know, hang yeah. the hat. So you would want to be on Iron Chef. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. we got we to somehow work that. Iron Chef. Some way, Chef. Some I don't way know about Top Chef because the commitment is like. That's, you're leaving your family for three months. Yeah. And it's, you're living with people. It's like. And I got young kids. You know, maybe How eight years ago. Twins, eight, yes. Eight, yeah, twin boys, eight years old. My oh, sweet little precious boys. Aw. Um, what do you cook for them, by the way, at home? What do you cook for your family? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Do you I do mean, the we cooking? keep it simple. I do do the cooking. Um, you don't want my wife in the kitchen. Why is that? Sorry. Um, she's good, but you know, she sent me a picture the other day. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was oh. her hand wrapped up. <laughs> I was like, cut or no. burn. No. And you know, she, she burned herself. She actually made a, a professional mistake, which a lot of people do is they put the pan in the oven oh. and they forget that the handle's hot. I've done you that. You know, it's been in the, people make that mistake yep. all the time. So she sent me this picture of the ref and I just, you know. I send her the emoji, the Ooh. usual uh, eyes rolled back in the in the head, and the <laughs> and the and the face slap with the hand, right, you know, right. and uh, remind her that 
you know, she should maybe just order out or come to the restaurant. Right, right. So what Um, do you cook for them? Everything. I try everything, but I try, you know, I'm a simple guy when I'm at home. You know, give me a good piece of meat or simple chicken or a good piece of fish and we throw it on the grill or saute pan and salad, simple vegetable. That's you know, it. occasionally some handmade pasta if we if we're feeling yeah, exactly. My kids are all about stuffed shells now, so we make stuffed wow. shells. Um, and it's and homemade pasta. You have like the not pasta for the stuffed mix. shells. Oh, no, I was gonna not say. those. <laughs> we're not we're not that extreme. But you know, ravioli mm-hmm. we'll make on occasion, and you know, I we just it's just good ing- We find good ingredients right. and we cook good ingredients. You right. know, that's the goal. Speaking of ingredients, what is the best meal you've ever had? Uh, I've had a lot of good meals. Give me top three. Uh, top three, uh, Il Bui in Spain. Espana. Uh, we got to go. My dad and I went um, just before it closed. Uh, 55 courses. What? Just this insane, insane. How long were you there? Uh, uh, forever. <laughs> Truly forever. I think my dad fell asleep. Sorry, dad. Three days, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so a little, it was, uh, you start outside on the patio, you have, you know, some hors d'oeuvres, um, which are like these, they make, um, cocktails into bites, you oh, know, wow. it, was, it was pretty incredible. Like you were eating a, a, a pina colada, but it was like this soft kind of airy bread with like little frozen bits of pineapple. Sounds and, like Wiley Dufresne kind of like, it looks yeah, like but, this, but it tastes like this. Exactly. Right. I mean, uh, Ferran and his brother are, mm-hmm. you know, are the originators in I that, in that, that chef's table. Incredible, Oof. isn't it? I mean, he's about to open in the same space. They're doing sort of a museum of oh. of the dishes um, that he's produced over the years wow. and the techniques. So, you know, I think they finally figured it out how to get it open. And, you know, next year I think it's going to be open. You can't eat there. Oh, um, well, which is a bummer, <laughs> but you That's can eat in Barcelona at some of their other restaurants and then take wow. a drive out there and check it out. I Fine. mean, the space is just, it's incredible. Why don't you get your mom to arrange that travel agent? <laughs> Let's uh, you, me and the boss lady. We'll, Let's uh, do it. We'll all go. Come all right. On, so there's, Steph. there's one good meal. Give us two others. Or you could just leave it at that. Um, no, I don't want to leave it at that. I mean, I, I'm a, I like everything. I mean, okay. I really do. Like going to eat dim sum uh, in Chinatown. And we, my family and I, we go to uh, Wonton Garden what in Chinatown. Oh, and it is by far the best wonton soup really? you'll ever eat in your life. And that's kind of what we do. So we'll go get the best wonton soup. And then we'll go get the best bao bun. And then we'll go get... Uh, the best slice of pizza, and then we'll go to Polly D's Burger in right, um, right across from the Stomp Theater, mm-hmm. which is a dump. <laughs> but they have like these old burgers that they used to make at Jackson Hole with the Sunday dish oh on gosh, top, you that's know, because right. it was Jackson an old Hole, cook from there, right. exactly. So you know, it's like my my grandmother lived in Manhattan all of her life. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad went to NYU, so you know we were definitely rooted in Manhattan and we were always there, you know, so La Berna Den, you know, right. by far sure. delicious, amazing food. Um, my grandmother loved, um, Oh God. Um, give me a genre come back to me. Um, it is one of the classics. Why am I drawing such a blank on that? Is it in Tribeca? Was no. it? Is it still around? It'll come back. It's going to gonna come back, but <laughs> she also loved Peter Luger's. So we were mm-hmm. also Peter Luger's. So you were very um, well traveled, 
even within your own communities, because food was kind of, it sounds to me, pretty crucial to your family. Definitely. I mean, it was, we plan, you know, obviously when you're at breakfast, you talk about lunch, right? Right, of course. And when you're at lunch, you talk about dinner. Obviously. That's just what you do. Hello. (laughs) Exactly. So that's, you know, that's always carried down through my family and that's just what we do. When you go on vacation with your family now, do you plan where you're going to eat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that's all we do plan. Right. <laughs> Is there anything forgot else? The, not forgot to... the sunblock and pajamas and swimsuits, but I know where we're eating Wednesday exactly. night. Exactly. Well, you know, we kind of, you know, we just came back from Austin. You know, so, I saw on your Instagram yeah. you were barbecuing up yeah, in that piece. We that was a long wait, but it was worth it. I mean, How we went to Franklin Barbecue four hours. Literally, I got there at seven a.m. I was not the first one there, by the way. Holy smokes! I was the eleventh in line at seven a.m. And we waited for four hours until they opened the door. And, and then another where? half an hour to get to the front of the line to, to eat. This is Franklin Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got some text messages, not worth the hype. Uh-huh. Definitely worth the hype. You got to wait. I thought it was excellent. I thought that brisket was probably the best thing that I've had. And to be honest with you, the guys at Hoodoo are mm-hmm. pretty damn close to it. Um, Don't worry. They're going to be our next victims. Are they? They're point. awesome. Yeah. Love yeah. those guys. We definitely want to. Hang with them. They're uh, every once in a while, I, you know, they drive this big hoodoo van around. And I saw them at Aspatuck Brew Lab the other last night. I drove past, and sometimes they're at the Match Burger lot a lot. Nice. You know, so, you know, we I always, all. I, I wonder about that. Um, is there like a chef's little, you know, sisterhood, brotherhood where you guys are all like, hey, what's up, dude? Or. Well, here, here's the problem we're all working mm-hmm. always. Yeah. You know, so we don't run into each other a lot. Um, you know, so yes, it's kind of like, okay, I'll go visit you and you go visit me. But when does that happen? You know, we're open for lunch, so that's a good time. So, you know, people will drive through for lunch, but at dinner, we're usually all working. So we don't see each other. Um, you know, my places are open pretty much seven days a week. Mm -hmm. So I occasionally, you know, see some folks on their days off Sunday and Monday is usually, you know, chef days off. Um, so those are, those are fun. Um, we're, you know, there's a, it's a close group around here. You know, we all definitely talk to each other. Um, Lori, uh, from the Westport farmer's market, um, Bill, um, you know, and, uh, Jay LeBlanc from, uh, not norms. They just started like this little group of trying to get us all together. Really? Like a book club? It's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's a beer club. <laughs> I like it. I want to be a fly on the wall. It's um, it's interesting. You know, I, I, I love the idea of getting us together and chatting about just random stuff, you know, sharing, sharing ideas, sharing staff, mm-hmm. you know, just random stuff. It's um, Steph has a lot to do with that, too. She's uh, Steph from CT Bites. She is the boss lady. Yeah, we're calling her the boss lady. She, she does have a mic in front of her. Maybe she'll she talk does. Well, today. I was going to ask because, um, you know, I do, I try to do my due diligence with anyone who is a guest on our show. And by the way, you are family. So thank you. Absolutely. I did not realize the etymology of your relationship. You guys used to do something for the wise men of Westport. Oh God. <laughs> and we've some- done a number of speaking engagements together. <laughs> there she is. We kind of good times. We try to travel in packs and Stephanie and I make yeah. a good First team. First of all, I'd did say. not know there was a wise men of Westport. Um, second of all, what the hell? We got a phone call that uh, wise men is a, is exactly that. It's a group of old wise men. You know, oh. truly, yeah. it is like some... It's like an enrichment group. It is. Right? You know, it Love. keeps it keeps the retirees, 
many of them extremely shall the we say yeah i mean yeah. they well you know Long these the these tooth? guys ran some pretty interesting companies oh, you know yeah. it's, it's a pretty okay, pretty interesting heavy crew heavy hitters heavy hitters yeah. that are looking for some you know they just want to hear what's going on right. what what do you what are you youngsters mostly mostly we talked about the noise level How? in restaurants okay, so what i was going to say <laughs> do you know that i started walking around with a decibel meter app on my phone and i'm determined to do an article that calculates the decibel level in various restaurants cuz some of them are insanely loud yes i agree yeah. it's just it's just the way it is now i think you guys are onto something mm. yeah. i i, I ditched my speaking uh partner because I went to um, the Westport Women's Club the other day, and oh. I did a I did a speech How dare there. You. <gasps> I'm sorry, I tried. Yeah, they I feel were all very about me. Right they were I'm all very about betrayed. me. I tried, man. Mm-hmm. I tried. My partner in crime. They wouldn't let her in. Maybe I don't know what it was. Um, they but must, she is. They must know something. But same right. story. Why? What happened to the old, you know, dining experience of like these three hour meals and this, that and the other thing. And I'm saying, well, the economy is dictating yeah, that right now. We sure. need our tables back. Right. We need to make you money. You got to turn the tables. Right. You know, and the decibel level, you know, those those days are done. People want the energy yeah. when they yeah. eat. And I'm sorry. That's yeah. pretty much what I said. I'm sorry. You know, did I, you get a I rotten try. tomato thrown at you? It was close. The other conversation was about tomatoes in January. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so I almost did. Yes. Oh, I, I was trying to convince them that. Don't eat tomatoes in January. You don't need a tomato. You don't do that in no. January. You don't need it. Trust no. me. Yeah. A little citrus zest on top, you know, it's fine. Especially on your bagels and locks, you know, Ooh, forget the man, tomato. I'm hungry. <laughs> with, with your smoked salmon. Yeah. yeah come on. Tribe members. What do you think the uh, next food trend will be? Oof, that's a tough one. She um, came up with it, not me. I should have. I should have given you that question. Ahead you should have. Sorry, Matt. Why you gotta throw me throw me under the bus here? Um, I'd say, you know, I think we continue on the what's growing, let's cook that sort of trend. Ah, you know? so what's in season, what's yeah. here. You know, I you know, the farm to table uh, makes me cringe. Okay, I've, I've I was, never liked that. It I if I it's so trite. It's Ugh, become incredibly trite it's, to me. It's it's irritating. You know, we've we've always cooked food that came from a farm and sure. we put it on the table. That right. is our job. That's what we did. Um it's finding the best ingredients possible as nearby as possible, mm-hmm. sure, and getting them on the table. But sometimes people want, you know, I I'm a chef, but I'm also a businessman. And sometimes you have to give people what they want, you know, and sometimes what they want doesn't grow, you know, next door, you know, so sometimes you got to give them a little love. And, you know, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, Other food trends are, you know, I think it's, I like my food trend, which is, you know, open a, a, an item specific restaurant, okay. right? So burger lobster, we're serving burger lobster and kind of everything that surrounds it. And that's it. And yep. that's what we're specifying, specifying on uh, match taco. We're serving Tex-Mex tacos, not reinvent the wheel tacos, you know? So simplicity, delicious ingredients, simple food as nearby as possible. I like and it. That's it. I'm lining up. Will you come Please. back and visit us after your next project is, <laughs> Anytime. you know, doing its thing? Anytime. And, you know, we'll bring friends. We'll do it. We'll do a group event. I like it. I like it. Chef, Thanks, guys. Chef you guys rock. Matt Storch, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. And, of course, thank you to our sponsor, Norwalk Now. Join us again for the next edition of CT Bites Hot Dish. 
And now a word from our sponsor. Norwalk Now invites you to experience a city on the move, featuring a melting pot of food cultures and truly unique dining destinations located throughout the coastal city of Norwalk, Connecticut. From quintessential New England fare and locally sourced seafood to low country cuisine, prime steaks, Italian favorites, Mexican eats, and high-spirited drinking wells, Norwalk Now is thrilled to introduce you to some of the best restaurants in the county. We invite you to visit norwalknow.org and meet some of the talented chefs, restaurateurs, and barkeeps who continue to raise the bar of our local dining scene. Get the most up-to-date restaurant news, special events, happy hour details, seasonal promotions, and so much more at norwalknow.org, where businesses come together to bring you their city in real time. You can also check out their events on Instagram and Facebook at Norwalk Now.